Hello, you beautiful being of light. Thank you so much for being here and for tuning in. My name is Jessica Mazzo. Welcome to the Magical Soul Healing Podcast. I am here for you. I am here to hold space. I am here to reflect love. I am here to reflect your worth to you. I'm here to also offer tools and resources so that you can navigate life on earth. As we journey and harmonize together, inhale and exhale. Trust that you are exactly where you are meant to be. Hey, what's up? This commercial break is brought to you by my one-to-one sessions. If you have ever wanted to work with me, I suggest you head over to my website, www.magicalsoulhealing.com, and take a look at my calendar. You'll find my availability there, and I have two options for booking. You'll have the option for a 30-minute Zoom session or a 60-minute Zoom session. Be sure to keep an eye out for when I have different promos and price drops. You already know what the website is, so you'll just want to go there every so often and look for those discounts. So what I typically do with clients is pull tarot cards, and then I offer a lot of the information that I learned when I was getting my master's in social work at USC. The information that I learned is really important when it comes to understanding yourself, how your mind functions, how your body functions, and then getting them online. So I am trained in trauma-informed cognitive behavioral therapy, motivational interviewing, problem-solving therapy, and these are all things that I bring to the table when I work one-on-one along with the spiritual aspect of connecting to the higher self of calling in messages from the ancestors and then just the ancient wisdom that tarot has in and of itself. So all of this is what you get on a session with me and I think it's a really beautiful experience. It's something that I value and it's something I absolutely love um, sharing really with people. And I love to see people thrive and it's quite okay um, if we're connecting and you're not necessarily feeling your best it's just like I do see people in moments that they're they're tough and they're stuck and they're struggling and that's okay Um, in the end I really find that there is something to look forward to and to stay open for so that's again why I just love holding space and that I get to see you there. So yeah, again, that website, it's www.magicalsoulhealing.com. Okay, see you soon. Hey friends, it's your girl Jessica Mazzo, aka Jess the Empress. Welcome or welcome back to my channel. I'm so glad that you're here. Welcome to Venus Retrograde in Capricorn. I've got my bestie next to me. I'll, I'll show you guys. 
Can you say hi? Yeah. It's a good time to cuddle. <laughs> All right, so I want to hop into today's podcast and YouTube video. Sorry for all of you off camera because you couldn't see my cute little nugget next to me, my doggy Toro. Although if you follow me on Instagram, you, you see him all the time. He's like always in my stories. So the two tarot cards. Oh my God, you guys, I did it again. I just did this full moon in Gemini and didn't pull the fucking tarot cards before I started. And I did it again for this, <laughs> for this apologies. I love all of you. Thank you so much for your patience. So, all right, the Empress, here she is, and then the Devil. These are the two tarot cards. So the Devil is the Capricorn vibe, okay? And the Empress is the Venus vibe. So for those of you on cam, take a little peek, kitty peek. For those of you off cam, just Google the Empress tarot, the Devil tarot, and choose the, choose the little card combo that you like. And just sit with that for a minute. Because they look so different. And I was really excited with this energy. So there's a couple of things that I want to go over. And we'll get into them. These are the things that I think are going to pop up during this time. And at the end, I'm going to do the mini messages. Um, and I'm specifically asking, what can you love on with this Venus retrograde? So this is going to be for self-development, it's very like about you, not other people. Um, we will obviously get into your impact on other people, but this isn't a reading like predicting so-and-so coming back or whatever. Um, although, let me just say, retrogrades do have a tendency to have people popping up in our lives. I'm going to get into that just as a little cautionary but I'm not going into full detail. I have other messages. So the things that I think are going to pop up with this Venus retrograde in Capricorn are our assumptions about love. I really think that when we are creating a bunch of stories in our minds <laughs> without any evidence, um, we're going to get our asses handed to us. And I think that that's going to happen a little bit. And the whole point of a retrograde is to slow down and to review and renew. So we're going to be renewing our commitments to stories that are actually more accurate about love and how love works and how we receive and give love and the ways that we can use love in our lives. So I do feel like, um, yeah, love is absolutely going to be popping up as a theme right now. And I want to say, too, that this retrograde is going to last until January 29th, and it starts today on December 19th. Um, yeah, so it's here for just a little while. So the other thing coming up for this time period is our spending habits. How we use money is going to be a theme. Um, what we what we want to spend our money on versus what we need to spend our money on. I feel like it's going to be up for evaluating, right? And renewing, which is good. Um, and I think it's a really good thing to do as the year comes to an end as well. Maybe you just take a look at your bank account and see like, what have you spent money on that you 
either want to continue buying or totally discard. And there's tons of ways you could save money um, if that's one of your goals is, you know, how many subscriptions do you have? Do you need all of them? And if you think about it, if you have three subscriptions for a dollar each each month, that adds up a lot over the year. And you could save that money instead of just, you know, using it for apps that you really aren't getting anything out of. You know what I mean? Um, so I think that's part of what's going to be coming up to be reviewed and quite literally renewing some of these things, um, but also saying, like, I have a deeper commitment to myself that I want to lean into. And that's actually the third thing coming up is our deeper commitment to ourselves. And the way that we love ourselves, the relationship we have with ourselves, with our feelings and emotions um, is really the biggest theme um, and how often we we let ourselves be powerless to our emotions and think that they you know control everything and that they are the full story um, is going to be up for review like definitely and for renew right like renewing which um, I feel like it's it's more like renewing our sense of self re- renewing our confidence and restoring the peace that really does reside within all of us and the passion and the commitment, yeah, like I said, to ourselves. And lastly, I do feel like memories from our younger self and our teen self are going to start to bubble up in our psyche. We might even have very clear, vivid flashbacks during this time. It could be triggered by something external, but it might not be. So please be kind to yourself and hold space for yourself if you are having some of these triggers pop back up. And it's not wrong or bad. You're not doing anything. I really do believe that when this stuff starts to surface in our psyche, it's all happening at the correct time. What you might want to do is just ask yourself, Are there additional supports that you want to put in place at this time? Because it can bring up a lot of emotion and we can be sensitive to that, especially if the memories are painful and unpleasant. So don't be afraid to reach out for support and have a hand to hold, Um, you know, whether it's in person or energetically speaking. Um, But I do feel like that is something coming up. But, it, but remember that this memory, is a, it's a memory that's flashing. It's not happening now in the present moment. So do your best to really remind yourself of where you are and, and recognize you're the observer of that memory. You are not reliving the experience. And um, I think that'll be really important for, for those of us who are committing to ourselves and to love ourselves deeper. That's part of self-soothing um, in healing is to have a very concrete mindset in the face of some of these very interesting psychological experiences, you know, that we, that we go through, um, and spiritual at the same time, because the memories coming up again may not be pleasant. However, what we glean from those memories might be what we need in order to heal something Um, that we are working on in the present moment. So I think this is important. Um, So let me just go into saying with the Empress, she is the bringer of life, okay? So she represents the female archetype. She's um, interesting in that way. We can get into gender rules and gender norms and sex norms and all that shit in another episode. But uh, today, (laughs) for the sake of this 
episode. She's the life bringer, but really on a deeper level, she represents passion and emotion and allowing there to be seasons of all of those emotions and that the emotions that we have, all of them are correct. Uh, there's like this water flowing behind her. She has a moon underneath her feet. She has a pomegranate at her feet representing Persephone. Um, but really she does represent, uh, she's also got like this wheat near her. Um, so she represents time as well. And that our emotions are always underneath the surface. That water is sort of like always running in the background. It's not still. Um, and we could think that this isn't the time to have a breakdown um, because we have so much going on. But if it's a, the body's going to say, it's time to break down, I'm breaking down. And so it's like we have to really just just acknowledge that we are emotional, passionate creatures. And, and when we lean into this, we... We do ourselves a greater service because when we allow ourselves to flow, our passions can be aligned with whatever our purpose is instead of us acting like we don't have emotions or we're emotionless and then or we're just like emotional all the time, right? Who are not really regulated. And then and then coming from that place and having that be where we we do work from in the world, which isn't really the best thing. The devil, this is the gatekeeper, the gatekeeper of the physical plane, the material and the physical plane. This is one of my favorite tarot cards. I love the devil. I really do. <laughs> so together... Together, these two cards are going to teach us how to properly channel our emotions and our passions. So what I love about the devil is it's, like I said, it's a Capricorn, right? So it does have this very practical and critical element to it. And it's like, okay, so here we are, these beings that are wild with all of these primal emotions. And it's like, well, are we going to let those primal emotions constantly run the show Or are we going to learn how to manage our emotions? And if you're here, if you're on this channel with me, or if you follow me on any other place, you know that I'm all about emotional intelligence. And this isn't shit that we're we're taught in schools. Uh, We're usually not taught this by our parents. We're usually just like taught like you're not feeling that way, or this is how you feel, or anger is bad, and you should always be happy. Like we're taught very fucked up messages about our emotions. And because of those fucked up messages, we have a terrible relationship with our emotions and we really do lack emotional intelligence. However, the more we apply ourselves to understanding how we feel, the more emotionally intelligent we become. And this is also about being able to language our emotions. But if we don't know how we're feeling, how the fuck are we going to tell anybody that, right? And how are we going to create a plan of action to manage our emotions if we don't even know what we're feeling? Well, the empress is like, baby, you got to know what you're feeling. So feel the fucking feels. And it's okay if they're messy. It's okay if you don't know right away. It's okay if they don't make sense. You don't need them to be one after the other. In fact, that's not even a thing. Like It's really not. We are, we are multi 
dimensional, meaning we can have happiness and sadness at the same time. We can have anger and we can have uh, relief at the same time. Like there's, because we're so complex. We are so complex and the devil speaks to our complexity, but says, you got to get a rein on this shit. Otherwise it will control you. Right? Think about people you know that are emotionally reactive, one thing after the other. And it's like, Jesus, are you fucking stable? Like, no, they're not. So we want to be these calm, conscious creators of our of our day-to-day life. And we want to be aware of what we have going on inside of us. So again, it's going to be really important that we pay attention to our desires, our wants, our needs, and sort out those things. So uh, I'm just excited about this time. And I do think also this is how we're going to be engaging with other, excuse me, other people as well. I just saw a typo and I need to fix it because I'm, hold on, so sorry. No, I'm not. Okay, I spelled wrong again. Got it. <laughs> um, let me hit the save button because your girl's clumsy. Okay. <laughs> Got to protect myself out here, y'all. So the other thing I wanted to say is like there's a love affair that we can have. And the greatest love affair we can ever have is with ourselves. I swear it is with ourselves. And so one of the things that popped up in my head was this whole like uh, romance your life trend. I actually like it. But devil is like, let's be practical about this. This does not mean that you need to like redo your entire house to romance your life, like just buy yourself a bouquet of flowers kind of thing or like a box of chocolates, whatever fits your agenda and your budget and your budget. Because remember, money is happening in Venus and it's also pleasure. But we have to realize that like we cannot follow every whim that pops up in our body. It's just not possible. And for so many of us, when we do that, we get in trouble. So we do need to give ourselves some type of limitation, some type of boundary. But at the same time, when we create a sense of this type of discipline, there's a reward that happens simultaneously, or we're working towards that reward. Like, uh, let's say we are saving up for something. Now, actually with Venus retrograde in Capricorn, is a good time to buy something that you've been saving for, especially if it goes on sale. It is not the time to window shop and it is the time to close all of the tabs that you have open on your online carts. I know it's close to Christmas. I know there's all these sales happening, but I'm going to ask you to look at what you're making, like literally look at your budget and ask yourself, does this fit in my budget? Do I need this or do I want this? Can I live without it or can I wait for three months? Can I wait till the end of the retrograde period? Let me just give you that time frame, which again is January 29th. Okay. So I know you can do it. I know you can do it. <laughs> but again, if you've been saving for something and it does go on sale, all the thumbs up. That's just a, that's just like a practical thing anybody would do. And here we are working in the realm of realism. I'm not saying that you you can't get what you want on the material plane. You can, but there is a way to do it in a way that's helpful and then in a way that's like destructive. And this is what we are looking into during this time period. So romance your life, but in a practical way. Um, I think that there's a way that you can do this. Like a way that I like to romance my life is I'll play music while I'm making coffee. Um, I love, love, love YouTubes. Like they have these... um, 
you can type in like jazz cafe France aesthetic or whatever and it'll pop up like all these cool little photos or like these like live like animated things and it'll play like yeah exactly that jazz music in the background and you get the ambiance of like um like a cafe people sort of like talking and you know dishes like clinking together like I love that shit so I'll put that on anyway in the morning like when I'm making coffee when I'm hanging out before I like start doing any work to me I just love the way that that feels. It just feels like I'm up-leveling a little bit in my own space. And again, if there are little things that you can do, especially little things that are free, do them. Why not? Why not bring love and romance into your life? Especially if you're out here waiting for somebody to give it to you. Bye. Fuck that shit. The devil is like, take your power back. Like, give it to yourself now. Like, why why wait? You know? Because you're not guaranteed to get it from anybody else. Now, I want to say, is it likely you will? Probably. I mean, it probably is. Because that's a standard that you're setting for yourself. So whoever your person is or your people are, they're going to be like, this is important to this person. So I want to, you know, I want to, I want to bring that to them. I want to elevate, I want to stay where they are. Right. So, so you are probably going to get what you want in terms of like that romance from another person, but also just don't hold back, do it for yourself. I love to buy myself flowers. I love to take myself out for dinner, like YOLO. You know what I mean? Like who cares? Buy yourself a nice fucking bottle of wine. And by nice, I mean like under $15. Okay. I'm not talking about some vintage shit. Although if you can if you can go the vintage route, like I mean, yes, but within budget, right? Within budget. Or you could put it on your Christmas list. I mean, you could put anything on your Christmas list. You know, if you have friends that got money, do it. Um okay, so I'm reading. Oh yeah, so I have this super cool um little attachment. Uh, what do I want to call this? Uh, a work sh- It's not even a worksheet. It's this little PDF. It's a link. You can find it in the show notes and click it because it's going to help you with this next phase of the Venus in Venus retrograde in Capricorn. So outside of material values, right, which we're talking about money, um, our home environment, all that type of stuff, our relationship to ourselves is a non-material thing. And I want you to also keep focusing on your core values, the non-material values that you want in life. Consider the ones that you also bring into the world. Like what values do you naturally have that when you're walking into a space, people are like, oh, like, you're so empathetic, you know, or you're so kind, you're so caring or considerate, whatever. Um, so yeah, like what you're so attentive, like whatever the fuck it is, the handout I have, the little PDF, this chick named Ashley, she came out with, um, she wrote this cool core values list. And I think that you can probably add things as they come to you, but this is a great way to just check in with, with your values and maybe consider things that you hadn't considered before because I feel like our values change over time. And I know it says core values. So I do think things like, you know, love and empathy and presence are probably going to be our core values like throughout the 
throughout the span of our lives. But at the same time, there are values that do shift. And it's cool to just kind of be flexible and look at that and ask yourself, well, uh, maybe some of my values have shifted. Let me get back into, let me get back into like my value system. And so her handout, I think, is going to be useful for helping everybody shift into those. And I wanted to share the ones that I chose for this time period and longer. Um, But the first value is honoring myself. The second one is peace. The third one is humor. And the fourth one is freedom. And I'm choosing to use these values. I'm going to keep small promises to myself I am going to cut down on the external input and getting out into nature. And I do pretty good at this, but I realize that I could still do better. And so that's what I'm going to do. Um, Intentionally remaining open to levity um, and creating levity. So for me, this is something that I, along with it's the humor aspect, I want that. I crave that. And so I do like to listen to funny podcasts and watch funny movies. I realize, though, that there are, there's more than that in life that is funny and humorous. And so I'm open to that, and I want more of that to come into my life. And even the moments where I'm just being dumb about whatever, you know, I want to be able to take that step back and have a little bit more levity, you know, just like have that joy and that play element in my life. And then with freedom, I want to do this more in my wardrobe because yeah, I mean, anybody can buy any type of piece of clothing. Um, I, I think, I don't think that clothes have gender, right? I think that we've, we've assigned clothes gender over time. It's fucking weird, but anyway, freedom, I feel like is being able to style myself however I want. If I want to change my outfit five times in one day, I can fucking do it. I really want to get into this playing dress up with myself as a way to be free and express myself. So I'm really excited about this journey. And to me, I also love texture. One of the things about me is I love to feel like I like comfortable clothing um, and I love soft clothing. Some people can do things like wool and all that and like good for them. I cannot. I love silks and satins and cashmeres and cotton. And so I want to incorporate those things in my life as well. And so I do have uh, like goals that I want to uh, make happen. I can't even talk today, y'all. Oh, my God. I was about to go back to bed. (sighs) I have material goals. I want to get some good shit for my wardrobe. Um, But I'm not – unless there's something on sale, I'm not going to do it. during this time. But anyway, I want to play with my wardrobe and hang out and have a good time there. So I talked a little bit about um, how the Empress is like our passion and how we direct it. And the devil brings up like what has power over us so that we can free ourselves. Um, Because really that I think is enlightenment when we recognize I'm handing my power away to this thing or person or whatever. And I don't want to do that anymore, you know, or even if you're not ready to let it go, you know, that there's a different way, you know, like that's a, that's a whole, that's enlightenment too. Like being right there in that section of, I'm not ready to give this up, 
but I don't like it anymore, that's okay. Like you are allowed to be there, baby. As long as you're loving on yourself and you're kind with yourself, it's all good. Like no one's asking you to change overnight and the demands and ideas and assumptions that we should is just fucking bullshit. You know, realistically, it's hard to change and it's okay. It's okay that things take time. Anyway, so I want you all to reflect on how quickly you are giving your affection away to other people while ignoring your own needs. What happens, I think, in the shadow aspect of the empress is that she is the people pleaser. She is the the mother that never does anything for herself and she's always putting herself last. Um, her creative powers are drained because she isn't taking any time to herself. And that is necessary time. You know, it's not selfish as much as people might believe it is because they're not going to get the time that you're giving them. You deserve the time that you need for yourself. You really do. And that love that you pour out to other people, can it's going to keep flowing through you, right? But if you're not filled up, then what are you pouring out? If you're if you're just running on empty, then you have nothing to give. And the Empress is like, be full of life. You are life. Be full of you. Be full of what it be full of existence. Like be just be full. And be be renewed, be restored with your own energy. And again, if we are people pleasing, we're probably um building resentment. There's a lot of things in here we can evaluate. And so the other thing too is be mindful of when our desires try to override our rational mind and our good judgment. I mean, like, of course we could say there's a million reasons why I need all that stuff in my, my Amazon cart. Um, and we're completely overlooking a larger and more beneficial goal that we have in order to get a hit um, uh, of satisfaction or feel some type of void that we're not really, or it's feelings of discomfort. Um, and we're not sitting with those long enough. You know, we're not getting curious about those feelings. And the Empress is getting curious about all the feelings because she is the feeler of all the feelings. She governs all of them, quote, positive and quote, negative. It doesn't matter. She's with them all. Because they are all life. You know, there's no like hierarchy of emotions here. So reflect on times where you have let go of good judgment because of an emotional feeling. And and what provoked that? You know, was it a person? Was it a thing? Look, we're all in a capitalist system. Marketing is good these days. Marketing is fucking great these days. There's no blame. There's awareness and then there's changing behavior. You know what I'm saying? There's awareness, putting measures in place to stop you from fucking buying all the shit you don't need or giving that time to that person that sucks your energy. And this gets me into the other part of this. I don't, like I said, I'm not a predictor of like, I don't go deep into predictions of people coming back into other people's lives. That's not my style of reading. Um, I will say, though, retrogrades do tend to have people coming back in. So here's what I want you to pay attention to. Because so-and-so hits you up, you get a message, and you're like, oh, my God, and you're feeling all types of ways. Empress, sit with your feelings. The devil, determine what the fuck you want to do about them. Ask yourself these questions. 
Do you have a good relationship with this person? Did y'all part ways peacefully? Can they respect your boundaries? Have they respected your boundaries in the past? Or is this person just a fucking train wreck coming into your life yet again? Have they wounded you in the past? If they did, how did they handle that harm? Did they handle the harm? If they are lacking in these areas, if they are not able to apologize, if they're not able to take accountability, if they don't put things in place to change their behavior, this is a test. This is a test. So pass the test by saying no thank you and blocking them because there isn't anything they're going to give you other than wasting your fucking time and energy. I want to see you out here thriving. You know what I'm saying? So that pretty much, yeah, that covers it. So now I'm going to get into, I'm going to get into the questions for the signs. You know what I'm going to do? Yeah, I'm going to leave those out. Okay. Wait a minute. I put it back and I didn't mean to. No. I'm such a goofball. You know what? If it comes up, I'll just draw it out. I'll just draw another card. Okay. So fire signs. What part of yourself can you love on in this Venus retrograde? I'm going to draw a tarot card and then I'm going to draw a self-care card as well. I've got this deck with me. And it really seems like the perfect deck for this particular transit. Okay, so fire signs. You have the nine of cups and use your hands. The nine of cups is self-satisfaction. This is about... Literally being with the things that make you happy, surrounding yourself by good with good shit. And part of the nine is about doing it by yourself. There's nobody else in this card. It is just the one person. So you alone are responsible for creating your happiness. Because people can impact your happiness, certainly, of course. Of course we want people in our lives that that, I don't know, the word make us happy doesn't sit with me, but like that add to our happiness, okay? Of course we want people that add to our happiness. However, with the nine of cups, like you are responsible for your happiness, so love on yourself and do the things that bring genuine contentment and joy and satisfaction to you. Be mindful about what you can do that allows you to enjoy your alone time and if you have a fear of being alone, this is the perfect time. What about use your hands? What if you were to create something? What if you were to make something and then all of a sudden you find your time alone to be enjoyable? You know, it happens. It happens far more often than you think, but you've got to give yourself the chance to have that opportunity. And if you're already using your hands and enjoying your alone time, continue to do it. Um, and again, see if there's anything you can shift. Maybe it's the hobby that wants to change during this time period. All right, earth signs. So what can you love on yourself? What part of yourself? Yeah, sorry. Can you love on in this Venus in retrograde? The Knight of Swords. Ooh, and connect with the moon. Ooh. 
Earth, this is about your intelligence. You can absolutely love that beautiful brain of yours and your communication skills. How are you communicating with yourself? Let's go back to the assumptions that pop up about love and let's go and touch on the self-talk. Are you talking to yourself in a way that you approve of? Would you talk to yourself the way, or would you talk to a friend the way that you talk to yourself? And if the answer is no, change the narrative. <laughs> connect with the moon. That's pretty clear. Um, connect with the moon. Do a little research on moon cycles, on how to work with the moon. This could be beneficial for you as well because it's something to ground into. And the moon changes, so I like this because to me, the Knight of Swords is in movement. So there's a shifting that's happening in your inner narrative, in your assumptions about love. They're changing. And you can absolutely use the phases of the moon to help ground you. Again, it gives you something to pay attention to and to clock and to work with. And you're creating your own rhythm. And this is really important because as you change, you're going to want to ground. Um, and I feel like a lot of times the Knight of Swords can change pretty rapidly. And in that rapid change, there might be external shifts. And though that can be kind of scary or a little bit um, destabilizing. And connecting with the moon, again, can bring a sense of peace. And go outside and look at the moon, right? Just be like, holy shit, that's like a fucking planet. Like, floating in space. What? Like, let your intelligence be, yeah, something that you love on and really um, work with in this time. All right, water signs. Y'all got the ace of rods and be still. <laughs> yeah. Can you use your creative power to chill the fuck out? I'm not saying be still means like no movement. Um, I don't even know if that's possible. When I get the Be Still card, I do feel like it is about resting and incorporating rest into your life. The Ace of Rods, I feel like the universe is giving you plenty of opportunities to rest. And if you're not taking those opportunities, what's happening is you're just you're doing busy work. And I want you to ask yourself, do you need to do the dishes right now or can you do them later? Can you take a few minutes to rest before you engage with your next task? We're all busy. We all have a million things. We all have 10 billion notifications that go off and the emails we can respond to. Everyone's with you on that. However, you get to control when you take a breath, like in the sense of a conscious breath connect with it as it's happening and say, I'm going to take five breaths in between finishing up this video and walking my dog, you know? Um, again, this is, these are moments of stillness that you normalize in your life. No one's going to normalize that for you because as I said, everybody is living this fast paced life of responding to these emails, doing all the things, what is this? There's like a, a fucking thing happening right now. It's like a, I don't know. It's kind of like a, it's like a movement of like have all the things, do all the things, be all the things. It's like, Jesus Christ, can we just chill? 
All right, air. <laughs> air signs. All right. You have music and the eight of swords. Yeah, get out of your head, air signs. There's a part of yourself that likes to try and figure things out, but that gets you in trouble. So move your body instead. You know, you're like computing a lot in your brain. Um, but this is a time to just move the body, release all the thoughts in your mind. I think the other thing you could do too is have music that helps you brain dump. So like if you have been running a scenario in your mind, find some music that like someone is singing about that scenario. So if you're, let's use the Venus example for like a lover, an ex-lover or something. And if you're just like recycling old thoughts and fantasizing and all this stuff, find some music that helps you have a cleaner process. Like you don't need to do it on your own. And this can be music with words or without words. Um, but it's whatever helps you just like release. That's a big word. Because with the Eight of Swords, it is about loving the protector of yourself that does want you to solve this or loop back in and get that emotional hit to regulate because you're uncomfortable. But there's a healthier way to regulate. And you can absolutely listen to music that helps you ball your eyes out or, or move that anger and frustration in that pain from that past relationship or that whatever, um, that's a healthy way to release. And I want that for you. Um, and it looks like the cards want that for you too. So that wraps up this episode. Thank you so much for being here. I genuinely love you and appreciate you. I am sending you a lot of love and blessings until next time. All right. Bye.